0: Here, I offer a sacred space filled with heart-led conversations about our spiritual and healing journey, along with stories of spiritual triumph. Tune in to channeled messages from spirit and beloveds from the higher realms and receive a vibrational attunement for your day. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the next episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Divine Talks. I'm your host, Divine Grace Bushka. So good morning to you, good afternoon, or good evening, wherever you may be on this planet. Thank you so much for being here and for tuning in. Let's get, let's get going on this episode. This topic that we'll be talking about today, I feel sometimes can be a little triggering. We're going to talk about the fear of being alone, and I'm going to unpack that. And what that fear really looks like, or how that really feels like, what it really is. Because a lot of us think that the fear of being alone is that we're afraid to do things alone and that we can't be alone because of that fear, but there's more to it. And I think that's why a lot of people don't understand being, you know, being afraid of being alone. And so therefore they won't really do the work to reverse it. Now, once upon a time in my life, I was deathly afraid of being alone. I didn't want to be alone. And here's the paradox here. I was also, I still am, very independent and loved my alone time. Loved being in my cave, love, I love being a hermit. All of these things are still true today. However, even with that, I was still afraid of being alone and not in a relationship or belonged to someone, if that makes sense. So as an immigrant coming to America at four years old, this was probably the first time that I would be very aware of this fear of being alone first, I I couldn't understand anyone. I didn't understand or speak the language. Second, everything that was familiar to me, everything that was security to me, was no longer. My family and friends that once surrounded me in the place that I was coming from, my homeland, they were no longer part of this current reality that I was in. Everything was foreign from food to the way people dressed to the way people did things we locked our doors to our homes here back then where i'm coming from everyone was welcome to come in and out people were different they looked different and i looked different from them i was brown while they were white or other colors really that too but i just i just didn't feel Like I belonged, there was no connection and there was no feeling of belonging and no feeling of acceptance. I felt completely and utterly alone in this foreign place because foreign was, was present on so many levels of my life. It wasn't just that we were in a foreign country, but everything else was foreign to me and because of all that. For the first time, I felt alone, and I hated it. Now, mind you, as a little girl, back where I came from, it never bothered me playing by myself. Being alone, entertaining myself, like I said, wasn't anything challenging. I was always independent, and I still am, till this day. But for the, for the majority of my life, even as independent as I was, and I've always been, for even as much as I love being alone in my cave as a hermit, because that is part of who I am, I still hated the, fa- the, the, the idea of being alone and really doing life. Alone, not having a partner or someone with me to face certain situations. Here's the thing fear of being alone is more than, is beyond being able to do things by yourself. Look, just because you can sit in a movie theater by yourself or in a restaurant by yourself, eating dinner by yourself, or even a concert by yourself, driving by yourself, traveling by yourself, any of those activities and beyond, just because you can do those things by yourself, doesn't mean that you're no longer afraid of being alone. Anyone really can do things by yourself. And in fact, a lot of us do things by ourselves all the time. A lot of us shower by ourselves, brush our teeth by ourselves, go to the bathroom by ourselves, do normal, regular things by ourselves. That isn't the problem here. That isn't the fear here, not to the very core, at least. To the very core of this, it's that we're afraid of feeling unbelonged. We hate that lack of security. We hate that lack of acceptance. We hate that lack of connection. And all of those things make us feel so unloved and so unworthy, so unimportant, and really not good enough. A lot of us growing up go through experiences where, where we felt like we weren't seen by certain people, loved ones, friends, family where we didn't feel belonged, where there was a lack of connection, where we didn't feel understood, where we didn't feel loved. And it's those moments that create these insecurities and these fears of being alone. Because we remember those times, and those times were cold. Those times were horrifying for a lot of us. So even though, you know, practicing being alone, like going to dinner by yourself, traveling by yourself, doing things on your own, even though those things help with your fear of being alone, there are deeper issues here, deeper wounds and blocks that need to be looked at, revisited. And until you do the work, to look at those things, to be honest with yourself and examine those things and really study them to fully understand them, to fully understand why even that they're still present. Until you do that work, you won't really dissolve that fear of being alone. And yeah, so what? So you can travel alone. So you can, you know, eat at a restaurant alone. So what if you can live by yourself? That doesn't tell me anything. That's cool. Awesome. Go do that. Be independent. That's awesome. But if you're telling me that you're no longer afraid of being alone because you can do those things, I think you're just fooling yourself. It's when we are able to do life without needing anyone next to us, to hold us, to back us up, to be at our corner, to experience all the experiences of life with us, when we no longer need that, uh, that's, that's when we've started really dissolving that fear of being alone. When it becomes a want instead of a need, that's, that's when there's a shift. That's when there's healing that takes place. The real fear of being alone is the loneliness, feeling being unloved, unsupported unseen and unbelonged the fear of not having a companion to do life with someone that has your back someone in your corner at all times we fear having to face the hard truths about ourselves and having to face heavy life stuff and ourselves period it's the not wanting to have to carry the heaviness of life alone that scare us as well Having a companion means we can cry into someone's arms, get comforted when we feel down and supported when we don't believe in ourselves. A lot of the times us being scared of being alone is us not trusting in ourselves to be able to carry our own selves through challenging times. Simply put, we don't believe in our own selves to be able to be okay standing alone carrying our own stuff through challenging times that we experience. We don't trust in ourselves. We don't believe in ourselves enough to know that we'll be okay, that we'll make it to the other side. And so this creates a desperate need instead, a need to have someone with us at all times. And this is really dangerous because that means that we are willing to have just anyone come into our lives. And sometimes that means that we're also willing to abandon our own self just to have someone next to us. That we are so desperate and needing someone with us at all times that we're just going to say, yeah, anyone come in. And this, is again, this is where it's dangerous because this is when we dishonor ourselves. And this is when we, um, when we welcome in unhealthy relationships, unhealthy partners, because truthfully being in that fear of being alone makes us unhealthy too, because we're still holding on to certain insecurities, fears, and doubts about ourselves. And so we're willing to abandon ourselves or, um, welcome in less than ideal situations and relationships in our lives because we don't think that we're worthy enough. It took some pretty hard decisions, consistent work on knowing myself and healing old wounds and a series of a few courageous moments of my life that really helped me make peace with my fear of being alone. I even took a solo, quote unquote, eat, pray, love trip to France where I found myself utterly alone again, just like I did when I came here to America when I was four. And I found myself in that same situation when I was in Paris. I didn't really understand the language. I couldn't really converse back just like the way it was when I came to America at four years old. I faced that fear once again when I went on this trip and realized it really wasn't the fear of doing things alone. Because you see, I had been so damn independent my whole life. I loved being alone. I, I enjoyed doing things alone. I love my cave. I love my alone time. I'm, I'm a hermit at heart. But I realized that it, that, that wasn't part of the fear of being alone rather it was a fear of loneliness lack of connection and feeling being unseen not accepted unloved and feeling unbelonged all of those things drove my self-worth beliefs my whole life that trip to france that one year allowed me to recognize all of that i had just stepped out of my first marriage, going through a divorce, and I went on that trip and for the first time in my life I was I wasn't jumping into a new relationship or trying to get into a new relationship. I was it was just me. And and then I decided to go to a foreign land and really feel alone. And I realized that it wasn't actually physically being alone, but it was all those other things. All those other things that I needed to go back to and understand, be willing enough to look at them, be courageous enough to look at them, to revisit the hurt, to revisit the fear, so I can fully understand it and make peace with it. This allowed me to realize that, that I was capable of being alone, not just physically alone, being alone and doing things alone, but that I was capable of standing by myself especially during hard times. And I looked back and, and I realized, well, I I had been through a lot of hard times growing up as well. However, I realized that I survived every bit of those. So then, you know, what was I afraid of? You know, being afraid to, to do life on my own? I realized that I could do this. I realized that I was fully capable of this, that I had been capable the whole entire time. And if anything, because I realized that all those other times had happened before and I made it, that made me even more capable now facing other things that came my way moving forward. A lot of the times too, it's that we're afraid to face ourselves. And so when we need someone consistently next to us, it's a form of distraction, a form of distraction so that we don't have to look at ourselves and the hurtful and scary things that we've been through in the past. Like I said before, many times that people are afraid to do the work and this is exactly why because the work entails looking back at yourself and your life experiences And being completely honest and brave in doing so. Because a lot of the times we don't like the things about ourselves, yet we're too afraid to look at them to actually change them, to actually improve, to actually become better. We don't like the things that have happened in our past, the feelings and the emotions that we've had to to feel, to experience in our past stories. And so therefore, going back to those things, well, we'd rather not because they're horrifying. But here's the thing. The work itself calls you to be brave, calls you to be courageous because the work is yes, it's going to be uncomfortable, painful, scary, horrifying. And if it's not any of those, if you don't feel any of those, then either you're not doing the work or you haven't gone deep enough. So to those who are afraid of being alone, I get you. I see you. I feel you. I know you. Because I was once you, and it took a series of brave decisions on my end to go and do the work, to examine who I am deeply, to examine my life stories deeply so I can gain a better understanding of those things and dissolve certain triggers, dissolve certain fears and doubts and insecurities about myself don't get me wrong, I didn't just go to Paris and, you know, do the whole eat, pray, love trip thing and be alone and voila. All of a sudden, I'm not afraid of being alone and my life became magical and I was able to attract, you know, my, my life partner, my soulmate. No, there's so much work behind that, before it, during it. And most importantly, After it, I'm still doing the work. Yep, plot twists. You continue to do this work. You continue to be willing and open to examine the things that come up continuously. This helps you face, continue to face, I should say, that fear of being alone. Because when you continuously do the work to get to know yourself, you start to really trust in yourself. That nothing, nothing, I shouldn't say nothing, but rarely anything moves you or shakes you any longer moving forward. The triggers start to dissolve. You don't feel like you need to be in this place where you need to protect yourself at all times or defend yourself at all times or need to be seen at all times because while you've seen yourself... I always tell people that those that are needing, again, needing, keyword, for others to see them, so those that seek attention, right, are usually those that haven't looked at themselves, that haven't seen themselves. So maybe that's that's you. Maybe that's someone you know. But I'll be honest, I realize that a lot of the times – when I needed to be seen that I was seeking attention from my external world, from someone else to come in and give me that attention or give me that love or whatever, it was because I didn't see myself. It was because I didn't trust myself. So how do you, how do, you do those things? By doing the work to get to know yourself. Learning every part of you so that you are so strongly rooted in who you are as a person that you know that whatever situation comes up, you know that even if it's horrible, you know that you'll survive. You know that you'll be, you'll be okay, that you have trust in that. The loneliness, that goes away too. You don't feel so lonely being alone because while well, you start to find joy, in everything that you do, in everything that surrounds you. And that that joy is internal. I'm not talking about happiness. I'm talking about joy, which to me has more value, is deeper and more powerful. Because that means that when you have that joy, and you can find that joy, recreate that joy in any given moment, then that means that That joy is within you. It's not dependent of anything outside of you anymore. You're not depending on someone to come in to make you happy, to make you feel safe, to make you feel good, to make you feel confident in yourself, that you have all those things, that you know, all those things, that joy is within you and doesn't depend on anything outside of you, which makes you an even more powerful individual these are all the gifts and blessings of knowing thyself so please if you're afraid of being alone dig deeper go back to the past to your experiences where you felt so alone and so unloved go back to those experiences and learn them learn them and make peace with them and start setting in new mindsets, new beliefs, especially about yourself, that you are capable. Heck, if you're still alive and breathing well now, congratulations, you've survived all of the other challenging situations life has ever dealt you. That's amazing. But if you really want to dissolve this fear, It's not just going to be about going on a walk by yourself, traveling by yourself, eating at a restaurant by yourself. No, it's about examining those stories that created that fear. It's about examining yourself and how you really feel about yourself. It's about learning how to trust yourself, how to believe in yourself. And I promise you, oh my God. There is so much magic and so much power that you are able to step into when you finally dissolve that fear of being alone. You become invincible and you, you basically free yourself and you start to do all the things that you've always been afraid to do and all the things that you've always wanted, they start to come into your life because, well, you're more open to those things. You've dissolved a lot of the fears that prevented those things from coming in. So do the work, do the work to get to know yourself, do the work to trust yourself, to have faith in yourself, to believe in yourself and everything else will fall into place. So I hope that you all enjoyed this episode. And if you did, Please share it with those that you know will gain from this episode as well, from the lessons and the topics that we've discussed here. Share it on your Instagram and don't forget to tag me. My handle is at Divine Grace Today. I'd love to see who's listening and to see what you guys are gaining from these episodes. It helps me create better episodes moving forward and just episodes that continue to help you all. And so other than that, thank you so much for tuning in and I will see you all next week. Bye. Hi there. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Divine Talks. If what you heard resonated with you, I invite you to follow me on Instagram at Divine Grace Today. And if you want to learn more about what I do and what I offer, I'm a healer, intuitive, transmedium, medium, and channel. And I offer one-on-one sessions, classes, and events. You can check all of these out on my website, DivineGraceDay.com, for more information. See you all next episode.